Hey, Muller, beer, he's loaded. No way. He's supposed to roar. Maybe, maybe I ought to crank his tail, eh? That ain't start him up. Maybe okay, gotta... start up. Come on, eh? Maybe we ought to call Muller Perkins, eh? <laughs> get Wild Kingdom here, eh? Hey, come on. Oh, jeez, you're getting mad, oh. eh? Yeah. Oh, jeez, you better get going. Do the theme, eh? Oh. <clears throat> Good day. Oh, do do our new movie theme, eh? Yeah, okay. Okay. Good day. I'm Bob McKenzie. This is my brother Doug. How's it going, eh? Welcome to our movie, eh? Okay, our topic is uh movie. There's a difference between TV and movies, eh? Okay, go back to movies. Jeez, now that hoser's growling. Yeah. Take off, will you? We're doing our movie. Don't wreck our show, you hoser. Okay, uh, another topic. Zoom out, eh? Yeah. Let's show how big the screen is, eh? <laughs> what happened? Film broke. Rip-off! You cut off our movie. It's only a preview, eh? I didn't want to That's show them. We're leaving, you hoser. You got them mad they came to see Strange Proof. Take off, this is just a preview. Our movie's not coming out till the summer, you knob. We've been saving their allowance for weeks to see this movie. That's you lied to them. You better, you you better tell them. You better tell them. No, you tell them. We'll get that guy with the big voice to tell them. Direct from SCTV, it's Bob and Doug McKenzie spilling across the screen this summer in Strange Brew. Nice voice, Hoser. Thank you. Beauty. Come with us now, if you dare. Down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> hey, what's up, eh? You're listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. It happens every Saturday right here on your internet radio dial. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and others. Comment, like, share. Say something. Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Free Show. You write a comment there, we'll read it on the air. Pretty much guaranteed. Every week we watch a movie chosen by one of us, Round Robin. This week it was Brent. Pick the movie. What'd you pick, Hoser? Well, we're here with Gary and Dave, eh? <laughs> oh, that's right. I suppose we should <laughs> introduce off, the knob. Internet Radio Superstars. <laughs> I'm Colin. I'm your host. I'm surrounded by the Internet Radio Superstars, including... Special guest, David Albertson again. Thank you again for having me back. Thanks for coming, eh? Gary. Uh, this is Brent, eh? Hey. <laughs> uh, if you haven't figured out yet, we watched Strange Brew tonight. Take off. <laughs> it was a beauty, eh? It was, you hoser. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Uh, 1983, directed by uh, Dave Thomas and Rick Moranis, Who starring Dave Thomas and Rick Moranis. Who? They are they? Well, at this point, they're SCTV alumni, comedians, alumni. Yeah. Um, they were was was Rick Moranis ever on SNL or was it always SCTV? I know. SNL we know? Dave Thomas, I think, has been on SNL. Yeah, yeah. Moranis probably did after he started doing Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and all that kind of stuff. And Ghostbusters, I'm sure he was on after that. Maybe. Does yeah. SCTV stand for something? Second City Second Television. City. Oh. Yeah. Second it is City the, It is the poor cousin yeah. of Saturday Night Live, mostly Canadian actors. John Candy. John Candy. Uh, Eugene, Eugene Levy. Levy. Eugene Levy, yeah. These two, the McKenzie yeah. brothers, they're a bit. Is that all they did on SCTV? They were just Doug and... Uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie. That that beginning of the movie, that was their shtick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're, great watch, white you're watching them, you know, drink a bunch of beers and talk crazy. And that's why uh, they, when they're doing the movie, you know, they put up the projector behind them and then the crowd gets ticked yeah. off because this is the same yeah, they were the, that they've yeah. been doing throughout They were the over-the-top yeah. stereotypical what Americans thought Canadians were at that point. Yeah. So this is kind of like the precursor to like Wayne's World or something. Is this the first, uh, help me out, uh, like TV, like one of these skit show uh, things that went to the movies? I suppose it was Monty Python. Well, yeah. yeah, Monty Python and I do, yeah, I, I do believe so. Uh, yeah, well, no, yeah. the Blues Brothers? First. Blues Brothers were, oh man, that I was don't know. 70s. Was it? Yeah. yeah. No, wait, it Blues. was 80, 80. It was like 80 or something. Yeah, so Blues Brothers, I think, was first, which came from a skit from Saturday Night Live. But like I said, again, they were pretty paralleled. It's just, you know, if you were bored on Sunday at one in the morning and had nothing better to do, that's when you watch SCTV. And it always seemed to bounce around on the cable network channels. So it was syndicated? Yeah. Or was it it on like on NBC or something like that? No, no. I never saw it on there. I always saw it on like 32 or 44. Oh. Yeah. And wherever I live, <laughs> huh. whatever those numbers. Were. <laughs> so it's a, it's a sketch comedy show, 
where they had all these guys, they did some bits, and then some of them got because this is the like same the era, in the hall, you know, it was right? Yeah. They're like the later yeah, version you know. of SCTV. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I want to say like almost all of them got famous from it, though. Oh yeah, they all went right. on. But but again, and uh, me and Colin were talking earlier, and I said. If you, at that time, if you took a Saturday Night Live alumni and put them into a movie, it was considered genius. But if you took one of the poor SCTV guys and put them in, it was considered lowbrow humor. Yeah, you know, most John Candy stuff and well, Eugene the, Levy. And, yeah, but I mean, Stripes or uh, what's it? Uncle yeah, but Buck. Was, but those were still like lowbrow. Well, in the early eighties, right? Yeah. Early eighties, you had Stripes, Meatballs, Caddyshack. Everything was like Caddyshack. Thank you. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, that, yeah, is that like later day? Oh, well, it was eighty four. That was a year after. The, yeah, that counts. Yeah, right? yeah. but it was yeah, one, like when that all era. the uh, Saturday Night Live people were making the transition to the big screen. Was John right. Belushi supposed to be the Bill Murray at one time? Wasn't that uh, for him for, for Ghostbusters? Yeah, I want to say the yeah right because yeah. Dan Aykroyd and it was going to be yeah well like John Belushi neighbors John was Candy out. and. Right, because Belushi and Belushi and Aykroyd did a lot of movies there. They did Neighbors, Blues Brothers, and then I think Ghostbusters was going to be the next one. Wow, so that was like late seventy. Well, I mean, Animal House. Okay, so John Belushi was in Animal House by himself, but he was on Saturday Night Live prior to that. Yes, yeah? so that yes. was his like movie break. But Aykroyd was supposed to be in Animal House, I believe. I don't know if he had a conflict or what, but. I never heard. But. He was going to play, uh, what's his face? The guy that smashes the guitar. Uh, he drives his bike That's into the house. Oh, D-Day. D-Day. I, th- yep. I think. I don't oh. know. It can't be. I, I want to say he was supposed to play D-Day. But we got this, that guy That's all hearsay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what movie did we watch? Oh, yeah. Where it was called I? Strange Brew. All right. So this is a Canadian movie from the year 1983. So... To be a Canadian, I mean, there's like a, you know, there's a Canadian film industry going on up there. They're making movies. But yeah. to be like a Canadian movie, you have to have like certain, certain things, I think, that identify you. What would those be? Beer. Beer. beer, beer. Hockey. Hockey. Pot. Back bacon. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big winter coats. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the stocking hats, the beanies. The yeah. stocking hats with the earmuffs. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I, I guess we're just describing strange brew. <laughs> yeah, which is our stereotypical view. Is that where it all comes from? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. This yes. is where it comes from. Hey. Hey. I'm trying to think, like, you know, I mean, David Cronenberg works in Canada, but no hockey. Uh, Black Christmas. Bob, or whatever, Bob Clark. A lot of films in. are made in Toronto that yeah. aren't. Yeah. They, don't, they don't go for the stereotype. Well, you don't even hear the, like, that accent, you know, that these guys, like, zero I'm in sure on it's, it's much like our hillbilly dialect. I'm, you know, I'm sure it's up there, but it's probably not as prevalent as what we think it oh, is it down is. here. I mean, yeah. is it? I have family in northern Minnesota, and it's like, oh, that's everything Fargo. Is Do they say a that's, that's, yeah. They say a boot, an A, and yeah. And, and Noah. Uh, <laughs> they say no. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Real good, yeah. real good, yeah. 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 Hey. Yeah, yeah. You I, could. I hope they're not see, listening. We should have double. We should have double featured. Fargo, <laughs> Fargo. We never got done. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. But so geographically, Toronto is that's near Detroit. Michigan. Yeah. Okay. It's when you, you go, go across. Yeah. Over. Yeah. Okay. Or under the lake or over the. Lake. So that's not uh, Niagara Falls. That's no. Uh, well, no, that's you, New York. Yeah, New York and what's on the other side? Uh, that would be Quebec, British Columbia or whatever. Yeah, Quebec. Well, I that's think. a yeah, but that's not know. a city. Yeah, I, I Vancouver. Geography. There they go. Oh, there, we'll say it's on the other side. Shit. Yeah, that's about that. I know. So yeah. the strip clubs and the right. Uh, so I've heard. Legal. So I've heard. But I heard three. I want to say they go to their or Quebec and. Like, it's French. Like, there's a French oh, yeah. sign. Yeah, right? that's so it. I want to say, like, the eastern side of Canada is still New France. Yeah, okay. Yep. They have radio in both languages. <laughs> both languages, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but is hockey, like, a thing all over the place? I, I, Hockey's assuming. big. Hockey's yeah. Good. Hockey's. Yeah. yeah. And everybody calls everybody yep. hoser. Yeah. They're still doing that? There's yoga hosers coming out, the Kevin Smith movie. He's making his Canadian trilogy. He loves Canada. I know I saw Kevin Tusk. Smith is, yeah. Mm. yeah. I yeah. saw a Tusk. <laughs> I saw Tusk. <laughs> I have not yet had God the pleasure. That might be a freak show at some Nor point. will I. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Strange Brew. Strange right. Brew. <laughs> we are doing 85% Canadian content just so it is approved. Yeah. Take off, eh? <laughs> All right. So, Bob and Doug McKenzie. 
are these lovable losers? Oh, yeah. No, anti-heroes. I would heroes. say mentally unstable. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't want to live next door to them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so which one? Help me out. I just watched it. Which one's Bob? Bob is Rick Moranis. Yes. Doug, Doug is, is, is Dave, Dave Thomas. Dave Thomas. Okay. Yeah. So Dave like seems to be like the the smarter of the two. This is like marginal, right? Well, yeah, yeah. he's he's uh, Costello or Abbott out of Abbott and Costello, right? Yeah, that's yeah. more what he's like. Yeah, the two of them. I yeah, mean, I don't think he's mentally superior. <laughs> he just gets over on on Bob a I, lot more. Yeah, I feel like he's the big brother. Oh yeah, that's, well, that's what he said. He said, "Yeah, I had a nervous breakdown too once when he was born." You know, <laughs> yeah. so he's constantly bagging on his brother. Like yeah. the scene when they're well, I ain't gonna get that far ahead. That's okay. We can go back. It doesn't matter. Um, but I, I like that from the very opening. Even they don't even get to the movie. They get to the like the production logo for MGM. Is it? Yeah, and it's the lion, and the the camera kind of sweeps around back. Of the logo, and they get a joke right before you even get to the movie. The lion oh, roar. Yeah. They're trying to coax yeah. him in. Yeah, it's like, hey, crank his tail, eh? Yeah. Hey, oh, he's getting tail. mad, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which but. is great. And then, I mean, then you realize that that's you're going from a movie. They show a movie. I like it because they show a movie within a movie. Oh, what was that? It was, was like the, Doug, Doug, Doug Mutant from the year 2051. <laughs> And yeah. you know how I was thinking of that when I was watching. I was thinking, you know how when we're on the podcast, we're talking about, well, you know, if we made that movie, we'd be proud of it. Not that one. <laughs> Not the mutant from the year 2051. No. No. Yeah, All of a sudden, in it, they're like driving around in a, a van. Their van. Which I think is like flying at some point because it's on wires. Yeah, it's a cardboard and, box painted to look like their van. Yeah. yeah. Last man on earth kind of thing. And I wonder what the promotion for this film was because like everybody wants to go see their movie. Like based on their TV show, right? Or their albums, I guess they say. Oh shit! I think I, I think heard. it was the something from the future on the on the marquee. Yeah, the it was. Yeah, it said the creature or the mutant directed from, by yeah, Bob Doug, and Doug twenty fifty one AD. Yeah, something like that. But like that that poster doesn't really promise much. <laughs> it looks no. almost like it's hand drawn. Yeah, and then like you can't have a trailer for this movie because it's nothing. Because no. no one's coming. At nothing that good. You know, you but, could probably well, rewatch break, so, that. Yeah. That scene where he's where you know uh, um, Rick Moranis is describing the end of the world in the in the fake movie, and he's we've all destroyed each other, and he picks up some broken statuette of the yeah. of the um, Statue uh, of Liberty. Uh, Statue of Liberty. And isn't it in the background? If you notice, they may be you know up. Yeah, up away isn't from the Statue of Liberty? Maybe they pick some part in New York <laughs> where they can be up lake or you know yeah. the no. river. Well, that's where that. the, he also yeah. said at that point too. He's like, I, I was the la- I'm the only human left alive. I was off <laughs> off planet on vacation at the time. But then when he meets the fleshy headed mutant, he calls Alpha Base. How the hell are you calling Alpha Base? Who's there? Yeah. You're the only human left. <laughs> so who are you calling? Like a tape measure to yeah. call in. His communicator. Yeah, and like. A Nerf gun is his ray gun thing, right? Yeah, that's how you do it. Well, we may be giving you the impression, listener, that this movie takes place in the year 2051, but it's all a ruse. Yeah, it is. That's to suck you in. That's yeah. to make you think this is the good movie. That's the movie within the movie, and then you go back to that's the movie within the movie within the movie. So at that point, we're Inception like three deep, right? And then we come out of that film, and now we're in the movie within the movie. Where everybody yeah, hates the movie. But that he explained it to you. The it's not 3D, it's 3B. Three beers and it looks good. That's, he explained that to you. That's yeah, true. Yeah. They're giving you yeah. the rules of Holes watching this movie like right at the beginning. <laughs> so they end up, uh, I mean, the main plot of this movie is that uh, Bob and Doug drink the last beer in their house. And their dad says, you got to go get me some more beer. Well, technically, Hose had drinks it, I think. Yeah. Well, that's right. The dog. And well, then well they-, they put it in his bowl. They were going to share. They got out three beers. Each one of them grabbed one. They gave one to the dog because the dog was going to kill him because they hadn't fed him yet. Yeah. And then, so the, dog's, the dog hadn't drank the beer yet, but they went to take it back because the old man goes, save me one of those beers. And they drank theirs down. So now there's only the beer that's been put into the dog bowl that has dog food in it and everything else. Yeah. And now dad says, give me a beer. So they try to pour this mess out of the bowl back but after they bribe Hosehead with a jelly donut. Then then they try to pour this beer back in. Then they're fighting amongst themselves. No, you take it to him. No, you take I'm letting go. No, I'm let, And then, of course, when they drop the glass 
and break it, then they start blaming each other. Yeah. And that's when you realize that Mel Blanc is the voice of their father, Yosemite Sam. Right. So, yeah. And that's, that's. Oh, was he? Is that what Yeah, that's Mel Blanc. Oh, yeah. You didn't recognize that? No. No. And they're watching Looney Tunes or. Yeah, they yeah. Were Bugs Bunny cartoon. Tom and well, Jerry. No, that was no, that was oh. her in the the Looney Bin. But we don't want to get there. No, right. that, they were watching a Bugs Bunny cartoon oh, in the they? first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this yeah. is my first time seeing this movie. I can't, Colin. I really can't. <laughs> How did you make it this far without seeing this? I don't know. I mean, like that poster is like everywhere, and I mean, I knew who Doug and Bob were, Bob and Doug, Bob and, and Doug. I think when I'm watching it, I'm having this uh, flashback of. Like listening to like a Christmas album or something. They got a Christmas song. Or they something? did the uh, yeah. They do five things of back bacon and yeah. beer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And a beer. Yeah. That's yeah. their song. Okay. Yeah, and a beer. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say <laughs> yeah. I have a flashback to waiting for my pizza at one yeah, in the morning an and catching an SCTV episode. <laughs> I've never seen SCTV either. Yeah. These dudes had like record albums. I mean, it was yeah. a whole. It's like a Cheech and Chong, but you know, a Canadian kind of. Uh, they were cheap instead of for weed. They were for beer. Well, if you type Basically. in, if you look up uh, Strange Brew, the song, and it's got a picture of them on like a Canadian stamp or something, and they're in there and they introduce song, they go, hi, we're Bob Doug. Remember us? We're the guys that talk over songs and ruin them, eh? And <laughs> it goes through the song and then they have a whole argument through the song. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they had their albums out. And it You know, they were okay. They weren't fantastic. I mean, if, once you've seen Great White North. That's pretty much what they do. Yeah, on their albums. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, so and this is obviously bigger budget, but they they like a lot of films do. They it, it makes me think of Wayne's World, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you start with what made you popular or famous or you know successful, and then you build on that. Like now, it's a movie. I think The Simpsons even do it. Like in their movie, they start with a uh, uh, what's itchy and scratchy cartoon. And then, like, even the sides open up and it becomes this big thing. This kind of feels like that because you're watching, like, you know, their homemade movie. And it's kind of, it's not 16 by 9. And they they go to 16 by 9, but, you know, they kind of cut back and forth. And you're still kind of watching that set from SCTV. And then as the the, uh, patrons of the movie theater start to get angry, you start to, you know, open up and come back. And you realize you're in a theater. And then you realize that this is going to be the story. And they... Start their banter and the adventure begins. Well, yeah, I mean, even when they're going out to get away from the crowd that's after them for refunds for their movie, yeah, and they're running away and they're like, "Oh, look, duck, cops, cops!" <laughs> and then he runs into him, and then as they're pulling out, he goes, "I told him to go the other way, officer. Don't my brother's drunk, eh?" <laughs> yeah, <his laughs> and he's bro- ratting his brother out to the cops right there. Yeah. Who's driving the car? <laughs> yeah, because when he at first he goes, "Who's driving?" He goes, "You drive." There's a lot of cops around. <laughs> he goes, "Okay, thanks." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're just they're comical. I mean, it is it's fun to watch the two of them interact. I do. I always got a big kick out of them the way they interacted with each other. I'm yeah. surprised they didn't make more movies just because the title, like before Strange Brew comes up, it says it's the Adventures of Bob and Doug McKenzie. Right. So, it, like you know, you I think, think that, those guys kind of went. You know, Rick Moranis obviously went in a different direction. Yeah, he was he did many, 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 many movies after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. It, it, Ghostbusters, he kind of acts that same kind of right, shoulders yeah. over his, you know, his shoulders are. Oh, he's that way in a, yeah, you know, he's that way in a lot of movies. Spastic kind of character, yeah, throughout the eighties for sure. Well, the other one, maybe was just professional reasons, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, but that's that's where they all came out of, and I mean, he went on to, you know, I guess quasi serious role, but he was still kind of a nerd. He played Billy Fish in Streets of Fire. You know, he was the manager in there. That was 84, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, that was when he was blowing up. He went Hollywood. Yeah. 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 Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and yeah. all that. What happened to Dave Thomas? Uh, he went he was... on to be under on Grace Under Fire and yes. a bunch of television shows. Yeah. Most things when I was looking oh, him up a little shit. bit. Oh, shit. I remember him on He was on the that. pharmacist. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But oh. most of his stuff, when I was looking it up, it says, uh, any show he's in, one episode. One episode. One episode. So I think he just kind of... You know, oh, faded yeah. away eventually. Uh, the other guy that came along, I, f- I forgot. He does that. Uh, Martin Short came off of SCTV. Yeah, Martin Short. Yeah, Martin Short. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just yeah. was thinking of that as we were going through the credits. Huh. But yeah, no, it's it's there was there. You know, I think Moranis obviously maybe Martin Short would be second. Well, no, no, I'd say John Candy would be up there, but I think he passed away too early. I think he still would have been out there because he had Uncle Buck and Great Outdoors. Yeah, but he had leading roles. Right. I mean, he yeah. was a guy. He was a movie Plains, star. He could, and automobiles. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, and Uncle Buck was. Let's yeah. not let's yeah. not forget nothing but trouble. 
But then <laughs> and you also have, I mean, you have all the Christopher Guest crew. I mean, like that whole troop is pretty much out of SCTV. Um, and what's her face? I can't oh, think of her name. Uh, Catherine, like Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. 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 She was real big on it. Um, was Phil Hartman an SCTV or? Uh, no, he was, he was Saturday, Saturday Night Live. He was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He, and he was something before that, but it wasn't SCTV. Talk radio. Yeah. But there was like another troupe. I think it was in LA. I oh. hear about it. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, all right so so the plot well yeah and since this is colin's first time watching it i mean <laughs> after just even like the after the first 10 minutes what are you thinking at this point i mean do you have an idea of oh where yeah this is going? yeah yeah i mean it feels like it, you know because now you've seen wayne's world you know or something similar you know night at the roxbury or you know these uh, kids in the hall that kids in the hall movie that adaptation, even though I'm not familiar with the source material. So maybe it's the closest that thing I've had was the kids in the hall thing. Mm-hmm. Like you're aware close, that these yeah. guys are doing this because they've done it before. But, you know, here yeah. it is like blown up and now we're going to go on an adventure. Right. And so, I mean, I got the tone of it, you know, it's just they're going to be goofy kind of yeah. Yeah. You know, making retarded jokes all over they the are. place. And it really is all based on that one beer. Like, the, the, yeah. Oh, and so, the fact that they gave away their dad's beer money. Yeah. So right. 15 bucks for beer, beer so, money. So then they come up with a genius plan because dad says, well, get me more beer because they say they broke the last beer. And they're like, well, we need money. And he's like, use the money I gave you already. So to cover up the fact they gave away dad's beer money, they come up with a genius plan to take a mouse in a bottle and go to the liquor store and tell them, we found a mouse in a bottle of your beer that we bought at your store. And we heard that you get free beer from that because there's law and precedence in Canadian criminal code. And the guy basically says, you want free beer? Go to the brewery. Otherwise, get out of here before I break your neck. Yeah. Yeah. So. So they do. They go to the brewery. Well, yeah. It seems like the logical step if the if the SCTV show is centered around them drinking beer, mm-hmm. their movie, the big movie oh, version, is, is going to be them. Every, yeah, around. Around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what it is, it's going to be centered around beer. It's all beer, eh? All right. So at this point, they go to uh, the Elsinore Brewery where they are going to uh, hijinks is- will ensue. A beautiful matte painting. Yes, next uh, to the Royal Canadian Institute order. for the Criminally Insane. Yeah, they don't yes. do that like that. I mean, that's fantastic. Just the the way they shot that, you know, it yeah, almost it looks like look, it's yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. Take off. They look, totally look fake as hell. <laughs> so, did I hear somebody say that that would have been a great bad cave or something like that? That, that? that probably would have been. Maybe you were thinking that. <laughs> I thought I heard that, but I was like, God damn, that'd be a great Wayne Manor. Mm. I, I like that they do have. I mean, they have the castle, they Elsinore have the brewery, yep. and they have the the insane the asylum all up there on the hill. Yeah, and okay. it's it is fake, but it, it's it's a lost art. The matte painting, right? I oh, mean, this is true. It's, but is it lost beautiful. for a reason? It's, yeah, because of <laughs> stuff like this. Unfortunately, I mean, like I mean, when you compare that to like the stuff that Albert Whitlock did for like Hitchcock or even like in the later, you know, his later years, the thing or psycho two, where you're like, those are like, man, look at that. You wouldn't even know that that was fake. Yeah. This you can tell. And I just couldn't tell if that was like, it was a bad man. I think they did that. It was on, it's, it's, yeah. on purpose. I think well, they, it's, it's a comedy. And I think you know, that's what they try and, they, yeah. they try and portray it. I was like big brow. oil paint dabs in the clouds. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Those man veils. All right. So I'm also kind of surprised. By the either missed opportunity or the level of restraint that at no point anybody said there's something rotten in the state of Denmark, because then the movie borrows heavily heavily from the plot of Hamlet. We've got else it's taking place in Elsinore Castle. Uh, we have instead of Hamlet, it's a woman. Her name's Pam, I Pam, think, right? Pam. Who's, uh, She's the heir to the brewery. Because she's her, adorable. Her she is just her yeah, father. Her she's father's been black. murdered Girl next door. Yeah. yeah, father was murdered by her uncle. Uncle is Claude instead of Claudius or Claudia or whatever his name was in Hamlet, who is now married Gertrude, the mother, and the ghost, the Hamlet's father. In this case, mm-hmm. Pam's father keeps showing up. And this time, it's on like you know he's video like, games and and electronic mediums. Yeah, yeah, to torment the murderers. They do add an extra character, which is Max von Sydow, yep. who's the biggest name in this movie. Who you're sitting there going like, "Holy fuck, it's Max von Sydow in this movie!" Ming the Merciless. Like he was in The Exorcist. 
Yeah. Yeah. And Conan, and now he's in Strange yeah. Brews. Now, so, I, now, this is something I couldn't tell. With big Speaking fake of, buck teeth. Was that was that what it is, or was that when Max first got his dentures? No, because that, that was, was bothering they were, me. That was a joke. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, was I was going like, to say. For yeah, comedic that was, effect, he had yeah. like this insane grill. <laughs> but it was hey. like, oh my God. Every yes. time he talked, I'm like, it's just painful listening to it. We're going to have to have a drinking game for the audience. I'll put it on Facebook. When you listen to this episode... Take you a drink. drink every time we say a. a. Oh, Hoser, take off a. knob or take off. <laughs> All right. So take since off, you, you saw Hoser. this on Facebook and you've been waiting for this moment, hey, hey, <laughs> that's a free drink, eh? Dude, you're gonna you're gonna drink so much you're gonna hork you hoser, eh? Oh, that's right. He's horking. You horking yeah. my beer. Yeah. Stop horking my beer. I didn't have it's hork. Breath. I'd kiss you. <laughs> hork hoser take Not off. Not you guys. A. Hose head. Counts. Are we supposed to be drinking at these keywords? No, no, not us. No, we have to drive home. Are you crazy? Yeah, the listener. <laughs> so when you listen to this next week, yes. you will, every time we say, hey, there's oh. another one. Or a hoser. Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. You're pretty drunk right we, now, aren't we you? We do advocate you being somewhere for the evening when you start listening to the show. Oh, uh, yeah, because yeah, I clearly state in the movie, you can't drink and drive. At the same time. <laughs> At the same time. Although this sure. was yeah. the 80s, so I'm sure you could, like. Drink Canada and Canada. Yeah, and Canada. And the lawyers had to come and ruin it all. Stupid lawyers. So Max von Sydow is responsible for the t- the titular strange brew. brew. What's yes. he doing there? He is uh, he's tainting the brew with some sort of a chemical, drug. a drug mm-hmm. that is triggered when. Certain notes are played, either on a keyboard or you know, or sung, but uh, or that causes fighting. Is that the Canadian national anthem? Is it? Is it? Oh, I don't know. Canada. Canada. Thing. I don't know. Okay. It's yeah, it it's Toronto. <laughs> but it's song. <laughs> it's like yeah, and then the other one is like this low bass, you know, set of notes that yeah. makes these. So they're testing it on the Looney Bin folks, right? How the man's bringing us down. Yeah. Every day, count. Every day. It's all about control. Yeah. Uh, Travis Sorry. is here. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, hello, so, Travis. <laughs> I thought I'd do that. <laughs> it's okay. He doesn't listen to the podcast. He is uh, coming later, I think. Uh-oh. So, okay. So, what the uh, the goal? So, his goal. I'm just saying. Let me get this straight because this is really not like. You know, you don't have to know this point to enjoy the movie, I don't think. And even at the end of the movie, they're asking each other, like, so what was the plan, eh? What was wrong with the beer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay, so now we're going to finally find out. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> they just wanted to make sure it wasn't going to kill no, the beer well, was well, Smith. fine, so you jumped in the head. The beer was fine. <laughs> yeah, well, Smith, Smith, had, Smith had his plan, and... uh you know, and he kept lighting it up because he couldn't wait for the world to become addicted to Elsinore beer. So he said addicted, but then he said if they drink too much, then they'll do anything I say. Right. So, but we don't get any insight into what his plan was. What his plan was that they're doing for, that is to make him drink more Elsinore. He wanted well, to rule the world. With I guess the beer. Yeah. everybody would drink the beer. I think he, yeah, he wanted to control them because that's what the tests were on the ice with the lunatics, right? He was trying to figure out. Like, what would make, or, you know, testing it to see if it would make them do this or that, or maybe he knew that it was going to make them do this or that, but they they had they had to crowd test it before they sent it out into the mass public. Right. And it, apparently certain things make them play hockey, other things make them Well, it is fight. Canada, so that's how you test things. Can we make them play hockey? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they suit up in a way, the way in, I think in all Stormtrooper. Hockey, yeah. uh, hockey players should dress. Yeah, fuck these jerseys. Fucking cool uniforms. Yeah. Yeah. That stormtrooper like armor. Yeah. Yeah. It was like hockey armor. With like spines on the back. Like yes. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of rollerball to it. Yeah. 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 There's yeah. the white team and the black team and the way they went. Very wow. cool. On the ice. And I don't know this. Gary, you might know this. Is Rosie, is he an actual hockey player? Yeah. I have no idea. Okay. I'm from America. I don't watch hockey. I'm not <laughs> sure. Oh, 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 the Blackhawks are really great. They're one of the greatest hockey teams. So My sister would agree with you, but yeah. But I don't know whether that guy was. I don't think so. No. Yeah. I think if, they if just did it for a name. Yeah. If that's who we watch from wherever we're from. Well, well maybe from- it's because you, if you're making a Canadian movie, you got to make one of your characters. Uh, so he's a uh, ex-hockey 
star. Yes. Right, who is now we had employed. We breakdown during the game. Oh, right. and so right. yeah. That's why he's in the Looney Bin. Sorry, you had a nervous breakdown, eh? Right. Take well, I had a nervous breakdown, too, when my brother was born. They, they, they have him at the Looney Bin, but he's also an employee at the brewery. Because yeah. he's, he's giving tours. He takes Bob and Doug to the main office. Right. He's he actually a, from the Looney Bin, though? He's in the Looney Bin, too. They're, well, I don't know if they're just making him do it because he's an employee or they got him out of the brewery. It never I think explains he's that. Probably but, more stable, so you could put a hard hat on him and, and make him walk around. Yeah, he did have one. a nervous breakdown. He did. Uh, and he has a face. Sorry, that ruins your hockey career. Hockey. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So he's basically the Ophelia in this Hamlet uh, allegory. I'm still trying to put that together. The whole Hamlet thing. I'm so good. Totally there. Only Ophelia doesn't try to kill herself or himself. Wait, wait. no. But he no. does sacrifice himself to save Pam. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, so it is a form does, of suicide. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. right. It does work. <laughs> That's true. Yep. And she, because Hamlet and the thing, he's like, he's playing crazy. She ends up in the insane asylum. So mm-hmm. early on, Bob and Doug, they... They're Rosencrantz and Gillingster. Are they Gillen's just turn. a drunk ass <laughs> Rosencrantz and Gillingster? <laughs> well, they save Pam, right? Yep. Does that fit in? Um, no. But they're accused of kidnapping her. Later on, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, it's true. That is true. <laughs> okay, <Right>. wow. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, like yeah, now said, you're cross-referencing, <laughs> and it's blowing your mind. Yeah, well, because yeah, you know, you're watching this. I'm, I'm just using the words that were said, lowbrow comedy, or I guess that's Tom's words, really. But uh, with highbrow uh, implications. Well, it just me, yeah, but is it? It's just like, hey, we heard about this story in high school, eh? And like we got to make a movie, we should probably just do like one of the better stories that's ever been done. <laughs> and now we're going to have an intermission, know. so you can go buy more beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So take hey. off, eh? Yeah. Don't steal bat- Dad's beer, eh? Just take a mouse and put it in a bottle and go get your free beer. Yeah, exactly. So they become employed at the brewery. They do. So this won't happen again, right? Yeah. Because Uncle is trying to take over. The brewery Max von Sydow is basically you know the one Rule in charge. Schmidt. Yeah, B M Smith. B M Smith. B M Smith. B M Smith. <laughs> <B-M> Smith. <laughs> so what was the giant grill? Yeah, I think we need to mention. Yeah. So uh, and a bad comb over. But Pam Pam wants to you know she's going to school apparently, but she also still wants to run her father's business. Her father recently died. As I Ish. think stated in the Hamlet thing. And so she, you know, and there are obviously, I mean, at that point, people are suspicious because uh, Pam's uncle marries her mom. Like, the day after the, the funeral. Day, yeah, the day after the funeral. Which they extracted that information from, through their detective skills, from the receptionist with a chocolate-covered donut yes. and a jelly. That's how they got all that information. These men are 20. smart interrogators. They yeah. bring donuts in their pockets. What's Je- their job? jelly donut coming, eh? They're Laverne and Shirley. They basically sit there and watch the bottles go by and make sure there's nothing bad in the bottle. Yeah, uh, They're Laverne and Shirley. I thought one of them's job was to count the beers that came by and the, the other, other one was, was to check helping. and make sure they had enough bubbles in them. Uh, I think it was like that. Or, or you to make sure there were watch no. how many bubbles are in this and you. What am I doing? Count them. Yeah. No, you watch. Yeah, watch to make sure there's no mice in them. Yeah. She was really rocking the shellacs in this movie, though. I gotta tell you, her outfits were Pam. Yeah, yes. Pam. very high up to the armpits with the shellacs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't forget Google the ugly sweaters. Christmas sweaters. The Christmas sweaters. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was the '80s, gentlemen. I mean, you know, yeah. she was cute though, man. So we're saying women ass. look better in the clothes they wear today than they did in the 1980s. Um, no, you know, well, you like the pantsuit kind of whatever. Oh yeah, no. I can go. I, all she needed was some shoulder pads. I'd have been. Sad. I know that's what. Yeah, yeah, that's what was missing. So, yeah, I don't think that's a good look. No, <laughs> going back no. unless the- your zoot suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she had these eyes like almost like a cartoon. <laughs> like it's like wow. Yeah, they were unreal. Um, okay, so where were we here in this? Uh, we're in the brewery. Bob yeah, and Doug are just like a succession of psychics. Yes, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. We just discussed. They got the jobs early. <laughs> they're counting the beers, and then they they have that awesome, amazing uh, double beer opener. 
Yeah, I want to get one of those. Yeah, it looked yeah. like a squeegee. <laughs> yeah. But he said, yeah, he just told us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're already drinking on the job. Um, they go home. They're heroes with their dad yeah. because they bring a van load of beer yeah. which, back Which they the said 10 or 12 cases, but clearly like more it's, like 40, 50. It's full. Yeah, jammed yeah. in there, yeah. Yeah. Because this is a big cargo van. Yeah. Yeah. And I like to believe that, um, well, Hosehead and their parents, they're all affected by the beer now, right? I mean. Well, and the neighbors or whatever, right? They're like bringing, the, hey, yeah. call the neighbors because yeah. like, the kids have got jobs. They brought over beer. I'll do it myself. Be like a big party. Or, 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 yeah. Or just happy to have free beer. I think affected by the drug, right? No. They're just free beers in the in the house. Well, the next What's time they the come over to find the parents, the parents are like boning in the next Yeah, room. which like, the parents did? are them. That's the disturbing part. Yeah. yeah. Mom yeah. looks like Bob. Oh, I don't Bob. think that had anything to do with it. Mom looks like Bob and dad looked like Doug. Yeah. 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 It was them. I yeah. know. It was, just a fa- it was just it I was, was so trying to keep the fantasy alive. Free beer. A van full of free beer. That, <laughs> well, there's, no, there's no organs affecting anybody going anywhere. It's just the fact that there's free beer. You know, that's well, yeah, because they go home and there's like, what, 15, 20 cases strewn about the front room. They go like, geez, dad really got into the beers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you don't think that at that point that that, that beer had been drugged? I think the only poison beer that anyone saw in that movie was... Uh, the stuff going uh, to Oktoberfest. Yeah. No, the ice skaters. I mean, yeah, yeah. after that, but they ran off with them. Well, here again, here again. What's the best movie based on consumption of beer? Like, as a central part of the movie. Oh, it's got to be a... Uh, beer League. Beer, beer Fest? Beer Fest, I was going to say. I like beer, beer League. League with Artie Lang and Ralph Macho. It's about a crappy softball league. And, they're yeah, they all get drunk and play softball and, yeah. How many beer beer movies are there? Strange Brew. Strange Brew. Beer League. League beer Fest. Animal Hunt. No, not. Yeah, Animal like, House. It's pretty close. Uh, yeah. but it's, it's not. That's not the central. I'm trying to Nicholas Cage movie where he tries to kill himself. Leaving Las Vegas. Vegas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Beer. Beer. yeah. <laughs> beer. Mm. Uh, wasn't there magical? Wasn't there a movie called beer. Beers or something? I think in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. Beer. I remember the logo yeah. for it. Beer. Beer. Yeah. And yeah, that's pretty much it. You're asking what's so the, for the beer best? Yeah, what's the best one? Strange Brew. Uh, Strange Brew, yeah. I <laughs> Strange like that. Brew is the best is beer movie ever. I, well, Brew's I don't know, but I right? like. I do like beer league. It's better than beer. F- okay, well, anyway. That's beer it. Fest is good. Yeah. I like Beer Fest. All right. Well, we watched Strange Brew. Yes, we so did. So we're going to say it's Strange Brew for tonight, eh? Take yeah. off. Yeah. So the movie's full of a bunch of fi- sight gags. Some of mm-hmm. them are funny. Some not so much. But there was that one where, like, uh, they're they're trying to drown Rick Moranis and the girl by locking them in a vat. Vat, mm-hmm. correct? It's yeah. a vat, and yeah. filling it with beer, which almost looked like it was real beer. It was foaming up, and it, I mean, it looked like real beer they were pumping in there, which has to be like the greatest thing about doing these movies that you know you get to drinking buddies. There's another one uh, where mm-hmm. it's like you imagine that the cast is just getting loaded every night because they're working in probably a real brewery, right? <laughs> uh, when they're filming. Yeah. So they're trying to drown them in this, right? And the idea that, you know, like, how are we going to get out of here? And I think I must have missed, like, one scene. Because they were talking about, like, you know, the beer is going to come in. It's going to flood the thing. And we're going to be able to swim up to the hatch. And then the next time when when they're discovered, there's no beer in the entire thing. The girl comes out. She's like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. He drank it all. Yeah. And Rick Moranis is swelled up to the size of that woman in the movie yeah. Slither, which nobody saw that, but I did. it's a good movie. Yeah. 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 So you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yeah, she's, he's gigantic. He's yep. a giant, giant yep. balloon. The jam is a big crease in Yeah. Which is like a straight out of a cartoon gag. You're like, I really got to mm-hmm. pee. Yeah. Which the thing we're glossing over that we forgot to mention is while the bat is filling up with beer, Pamela mentions that. I think it's getting warmer because Rick Moranis peed in the beer. We forgot. Uh, we glossed yeah. over that. So he drank his own like, urine. Let's not shine over on that no, one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Sideways. yeah. Yeah. He goes, oh, I didn't notice anything. And then he drank yeah. his own pee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just yeah. didn't want to gloss over it. No, there, right? that's a good gag. But I think the pajama gag is better because yeah. it is a cartoon, right? I mean, there's points in this film where as the film goes along, it just kind of unravels into cartoon territory. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. At that point, it was that before that, prior to that, I think we have the lawyer taking them to the courtroom for their court case after they've been arrested. And he's like, 
oh no, it's the press. Stay back. I'll deal with them. And then he proceeds to kick the shit out of them. Right. You know, yeah. like with Kung Fu. And then he looks <laughs> back. That's how you deal with the like, press. Yeah, that's how you deal with the press. Yeah. Like, and make sure I pay my time, eh? Chuck Norris for the fence, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And let's not forget the crucial part that Hoser, Hoser Beast, what's his name? Hose Beast. Hosehead. 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 Yeah. yeah. Plays in the Hosehead. finale because the poison brew is going to Oktoberfest. And in order to. To head this off, Doug gets the idea that, hey, we're going to tell the dog, we're going to paint a big white stripe on the back of the dog. When I first saw that, I'm like, what the fuck? Did that dog always have that? Yeah, white, white he always stripe? had it. No, oh, he, he did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, he just looked like a skunk. Hose <laughs> head has always looked like a skunk. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw him earlier. He was always facing the camera. Yeah. I didn't see the strip. Yeah. Or I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, but Hose head is almost as scary as Cujo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are some well, points where that like, dog is terrifying rrr. looking. Yeah. 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 So yeah. they send him off like, go, go, Hose head. And, you know, there's like free beer and sausages or something yeah. at this place. Go find it. So the dog uh, runs off, takes off into the air, grows a cape. He's flying over the city. Yes. There's, like, shots. So it cuts to Oktoberfest, cuts back to the dog flying over the city, back to Oktoberfest, back to the dog flying over the city. All right. Let's go back here a minute now, because Hosehead is, I think, the most important character in this film. Oh, how is this? He, uh, so they have this dog who has, I think, in the past has done things that are like of mythical proportions, right? I mean, well, he's definitely a ninja. He's, he's a ninja. We're pretty sure, sure Hosehead is a ninja at this you point. You have an indication of this because, because... Because at the point when they realize that all the beer is going to Oktoberfest, uh, it's... Doug, it's Bob. No, it's Doug. Doug. Doug says, "Okay, we can fix this, but I have to. We have to stop, stop home, at home first. first. So he goes and he shows Hosehead the map to get, to get to Oktoberfest, which because he knows that if he goes there, and he knows he can fly. Yeah, and he knows that he's got the. He's gonna yeah. Look what's like going to happen when yeah. he gets there? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And then, and as well, soon as Hosehead hears all the beer and sausage he can eat, yeah, Hosehead is off and yeah. running. And then well, flying. and and we also let's not forget that when the police come to the McKenzie home. At one point, a crucial piece of evidence is dropped into their laps, and as they go, "What the hell was that?" and they look up on the roof, Hose head rolls backwards up the roof and over the peak of the roof. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he, he drops off yeah, this one. Like I couldn't tell what the hell that was. Yeah, he That's rolled. Yeah, that was a, yeah, that was the dog. Yeah, the dog, the dog rolled back up over the roof. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they, That's why I said he's a ninja. Other end of that rope to a tire and Oh man! And this is a well-directed movie too, and then they throw that little bit in there. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of things. I mean, that were just like when they go, "Oh, they've been down there ten minutes." When their van goes in the water, they go, "Oh, they've been down there ten minutes." Oh, no one's going to survive that. Yeah. So the next day, when the divers go down to get the bodies out, they're all living. They're all down there sucking the air out of the empty beer bottles in their van and sticking them to the roof to stay yeah. alive. Why they didn't just swim to the surface, I don't know. But right, yeah. I love how they're uh, like to drag that scene out. They're like nobody can last that long. You know, right. call the divers. Then they, you go to an intermission. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So just to show you that oh, right. enough yeah. time has passed. And then they go back to the divers. Yeah. I can only imagine that they, they're just used to, you know, like drinking beers. So they're just drinking the air bubbles yeah. out of well, them. Well, and then they, and then at one point, even the diver, the diver cop pulls his badge out and Bob roll, or Doug rolls down the window and shows him his license. And it's <laughs> <Yeah>. just, <laughs> but it's comical. It is. What? Yeah, that was that was one of the good scenes in there. The uh, other thing that we missed was one of my favorite scenes is when they're in jail. Yeah, and they and they first go in and they're getting their mug shots and and uh, Doug tells Bob he goes, yeah, the cons, those big cons are going to be loving you from dusk till dawn. He goes, where are you going to be? I'll be up in the cafeteria selling smokes, eh? And, <laughs> and he goes, and then then they wind up in the jail cell and they walk in. They see, of course, the normal criminal riffraff in the cell. And then when we cut back, the criminals are all sitting on the floor, and Doug and Bob are on the bench telling them how, yeah, uh, Chip here or Chimp here, whatever he calls uh, Bob. He goes, he does most of the killing. I don't like to kill. I'm the brains of the outfit. And then he goes. Uh, you guys, one of the convicts offers him a cigarette. He goes, you guys want to smoke? And he goes, no, we want our lungs to be pink when they fry us. He goes, we're probably not going to take a lawyer because lawyers are for sucks. And then about that time, the guard comes and goes, Mackenzie Brothers, your lawyers are here. And they get up and run out the door. Yep. It's, it's just that's one of my favorite scenes with those two. It's perfectly constructed. 
Because, yeah, all these big guys are, like, sitting Indian-style on the floor just listening to like these, little kids. these yeah. two idiots explain that, you know, they're these hardened criminals. Yes, they got $5 billion back in the hideout, <laughs> but some of it's marked, so we're not spending it, eh? <laughs> uh, and their they're, they're court, when they do finally show up in court... It's ridiculous. <laughs> they yeah, have to. The Joseph, yeah, uh, they, they have to take the stand. And <laughs> what, what, does he laugh and get the bloody nose? What happens? Well, no. What happens is the the lawyer says, "I'm going to plead him guilty on these two charges, but not guilty on these other char- all other charges due to reasonable or due to mental defect." Yeah. And the uh, the prosecutor goes, "You can't split pleas like that." And Bob goes, "I'll take an order of split pleas, suit please." <laughs> and then Doug starts laughing. That's when he gets the nosebleed. Yeah, yeah. So they're trying to. It won't stop. They're trying tissue paper, and uh, finally the uh, the guard brings the bailiff, the bailiff brings over t- two bullets. They <laughs> stick those up there. Well, yeah, and that's like even We're when they're straight, talking. Eh? Yeah, and that's like even when they're talking about him. He goes, when they're talking about them being schizophrenics and, and Max von Sydow, which now we find out he's not just Brewmeister Smith, he's Doctor Smith, who's in charge of the Royal Canadian Institute for the Criminally Insane as well. Doctor B.M. Smith. B.M. Smith. Yeah. yeah. What Good old was that fucked up little leader hosian tie that he was wearing? Did you guys notice that? No. It was like yeah, like a yeah, like Texas little, thing. Yeah. yeah. Little bolo little vest and oh. his little proper tie. You know. And he's, yeah. Yeah. So he was styling, but what I, I found it comical because when he's explaining how, how it's, you know their their mental defect, they just kind of look at each other and go, like, eh, "Yeah, that could be us." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. schizophrenic. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> and then let's not forget the the stepfather. I can whatever. I, oh, uh, the uncle, Claude. the uncle Claude. Yeah, yeah. Some of his bumbling things, like he tells the detective, he's he reads, he tells him the diagnosis for paranoid schizophrenia. He goes, "It sounds like you just read that out of the book." Oh no no no! I've got a photographic memory. I remember everything. The detective's like, oh, that might come in handy in our investigation. So as they're walking down the hall, he points at a statue of Napoleon, or Bo- and he goes, Bonaparte? And he goes, no, Napoleon, actually. And <laughs> yeah. and then he gets down to another one. He goes, well, who? and I think the detective caught it. So he's like, well, who chiseled this? And he goes, uh, some sculptor, I think. And he goes, I thought you had a photographic memory. And he goes, well, normally I would, but... <laughs> he just, but here's my wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then when he, then when he tells uh, Smith, he goes... He goes, you hypocrite. Or Smith tells him, you hypocrite. You didn't have any qualms about killing your brother. He was already dead when I killed him. I didn't kill him the first time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, so he was just so inept in some of the things he did. And he's just, he's a pawn yeah. for Smith, obviously. It's but. so suspicious. Like, even in the courtroom, they're like, yeah, we're good. You know, giving him, like, the thumbs up and yeah. the A-OK. Yeah. Well, like, and when, when Smith is reading the diagnosis, it's the same thing he said to the detective. So he turns around, sees the detective behind him, and turns forward again. Yeah. And he goes, just because he, he explains the time code on the videotape. Yeah. And the judge goes, for the court, could you please explain really time code? To replicate that. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, he, he goes through it. Yeah, he goes through it. Just because I don't know what it is doesn't mean I'm a liar. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh my God. Could you Just look more guilty in court? Right. Make me a liar. <laughs> this is That's fantastic. really hard to duplicate. <laughs> so I'm Not impossible. Right. But it's really hard. It's hard. really hard. Bootlegs, eh? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those square records. 45's going no, I remember. Those, you know what that was? You know what that was? Those th- those dental oh, flappies. Yeah, yeah flappies. But yeah. do you remember like uh, little thirty or the forty fives that were like on some kind of flappy <laughs> shit way back in the day? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the ones that came in the little books. Yeah, but little. they were like, I mean, they were bendable. I remember there was like just a piece of uh, you know. Um, oh they were so funny when they got their five came and back a half inch. Floppy desk and put it on the turntable. Oh yeah, yeah. It sounds like okay. what do you say? It sounds like a British watch. Like, British new, really new age or new new order? What is it? <laughs> British new, new, new age, eh? Yeah, yeah it's it's no, that's what. Yeah, yeah. that was hilarious. It's one of those square desks. Yeah. Well, and then once they realize it's not anything they want, they throw out the hose head. They're like, "Here, one for your collection, eh?" And then that's when he—that's the piece of evidence that he eventually gives yeah. to the police. Yeah, yeah. Because apparently the dog's smarter than. Doug. And I like <laughs> how they use the reverse photography. <laughs> so, like, it, they clearly just pulled the disc out of the dog's mouth, and then right when you reverse it, it's just like, shoop, like right into the mouth. What's fantastic? That's like the cheap gimmick with those two standing there looking like steaks. Just it's some of the goofy humor yeah. throughout the whole thing. Yeah. The, the way they're terrified of their own dog is hilarious to me. <laughs> that they got to bribe him with beer and donuts to keep him from killing him. Right. Yeah. Yep. 
Jelly donut coming, eh? Well, and then the uh, the other thing, the uh, what was the uh, guy that was helping? The old man. The old man. He was like the I don't know, like the, the original brewmaster. Yeah, he was yeah. the manager of the plant, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, because he was he? Yeah, because yeah. she's like, yeah, he used to, he managed. I'm just going to have him manage when I take over. And I, well, yeah. go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I don't think that he would have survived that that ride off the cliff because uh, when he, well, he was all bandaged up. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they painted but, some lip service. I mean, he he took a direct hit for the cop car. That was the biggest stunt in the movie, I think. Right? Yeah, because the, yeah. uh, they cut jump. the brakes to the van, and like you got to make a delivery. It's at the what? It's the house at the bottom of the hill. You you can't miss it. It's at the bottom oh, of the hill. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, the and then hill. apparently, I don't know if this is true, but you can cut brakes to the, where you know that they only get two stops left. Yes, is that? Can you do well, really Tim, Tim, who we there. have overlooked up until this point, which is Max von Sydow's right, or excuse me, Brewmeister Smith's right hand man. Yeah, yeah he's he's pretty much the uh, tech guy, so mm-hmm. he would know. If he doesn't know, nobody does. So, yeah, I like that they waste one of those break or those staffs just testing the brakes. The pedal felt a little soft, eh? Rick yeah. Moranz is like hugging the windshield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the second one is at their house. Yeah. And then well, the brakes fail, and the thing goes. So the big stunt is that they go flying into the air with the uh, and into the water. Yeah. And these, uh, so they've got beer kegs, two of them. Yeah, the in the beer kegs, got they've got the beer pretty heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gee, they got another beer. <laughs> you finished off like 15 cases yeah. but they had the doctor and or not the doctor what the manager yeah the plant manager yeah and the daughter henry in the beer, in the beer cake that henry? His name. henry henry yeah yep yeah. so he ended up taging a tumble out the back that should have yeah and then he got hit by a squad car too he, yeah oh, this keg got hit by a squad oh, car that yeah. One. Yeah. yeah it and gets hit spun. hard yeah, yeah. <laughs> like whoever's in there's got scrambled yeah i'm betting there's not a lot of padding inside that metal beer cake no so, yeah, yeah. No. Well, and then when they pull the lid off, he's like, help me. Yeah. Well, sure. well the it's first. Good, like, wait for the mob to, like, kill people. Put you in a beer keg and then, like, you know, toss you in. They yeah. Like, they should, though. Right? That'd be awesome. You <laughs> make a movie out of that, right? Yeah. Guy trapped in a beer keg. Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> Last call. Yeah. yeah. Have a nice yeah. Movie. And it almost right. looks like his character is dead because, like, the camera is low when they first open the keg and the <laughs> cops are just like, call uh, an ambulance. you better call an ambulance. Yeah. And then they, you know, they just, that's all they deal with. And then later on, you see that he's all bad. Well, and then they all kind of wind up in the nut house, yeah. you know, and it's funny because Tim takes Bob and Doug and sticks them in the electroshock room. And when we come back, Doug's on the table twitching and Bob's shocking him. He goes, how's that? Oh, beauty, eh? And then he goes, all right, my turn. And he gets, and then he get a phone call and he's like, okay. And then he puts him down. He goes, and then Doug's going through this whole rigmarole about, oh, yeah, if you'd have just done your 12-point maintenance, this wouldn't have to happen. But, oh, no, you had to do it your way. So now we got to do this to jumpstart you. <laughs> yeah. Because he wants to do it. Like, they, they were doing he's it gonna the, puts it. Yeah, they were yeah. doing it, like, to the body. To the body. On, on Doug. But yeah. then he wants to strap it onto Bob's head. And he goes, and now I'm going to crank it up to 90. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So for all you hipsters out there, just so you know, I am right now holding in my hands Strange Brew on VHS. What is this monolithic structure? I know, it's amazing. If I slip this out, oh my God, look at that. There's a cape with like, let's open the gate. Are we checking it? Look at that. It's almost pristine. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's never been. No shrinkage. It's never been, uh, whatever, chewed up in the. In a VHS player, yeah. Do I player. do I plug what that into my DVD player? It's <laughs> an identifier. What? It's from oh, France. Shit. It's got somebody's oh, name on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So this is one of these ancient things. It's almost like a relic from a past age, like a dinosaur. Kind of that we are now unlocking. We didn't actually watch it on VHS, folks. We. We went and paid to rent it on a Don't tell them street. that. Take off, <laughs> If we'd only had a VHS machine. A VHS yeah, machine. If only. Colin, what's a VHS machine? It plays these, like, things. Well, this is like a tape. It's some kind of format of home entertainment that existed long ago in a faraway land called the 1980s. Colin, what's a format? <laughs> oh, we still have those formats. But there you go. Listen to our past episodes where Colin <laughs> figures out what a VHS machine is <laughs> and how he got it. Yeah, yeah. I haven't actually held one of these though, like in a long time. 
Okay, I just keep putting it in. And I had a nickel for every time I heard the that. Listener. Here we go. This is called muscle memory, right? Is that what it is? You're just yeah. throwing it back in there? Yeah. From the many, many moons of working at a dollar video. I remember that if you put something in there, you can loosen the thing up. That's where the, yeah, the, where yeah. the magic happens. <laughs> yeah. Too bad the listeners can't see it. Yeah. Sure true. That, wouldn't that qualify almost as a sight gag? Yeah. <laughs> you can't so, do sight gag on radio, eh? Yeah. yeah. Do we have any, Igor? Any mail? Any mail? Hold on, let's find out. Uh, Igor, Igor, you there? Igor? Masters! Masters, the mail! I've got the mail! So many letters, our followers are rising. Rising. Alright, thanks, Igor. You can get the hell out of here, hoser. So, we've got one comment on Strange Brew. This actually surprised me. That means none of you guys out there know Strange Brewer have watched it or have any interest in it. Is that what you're or telling Or wanted us? to admit they've seen it. You're listening to it now, goddammit, because this is riveting fucking radio. <laughs> They'll go see it now. Yeah. Uh, Thomas J. Keen. Is this riveting? Yeah. yeah Don't eh? you think so? Oh, you're, yeah. You're riveting. Colin, what's riveting? I feel like we've Rosie got, right now. And we've got beer. <laughs> uh, Thomas J. Keen writes in, hey, hosers, you watching Strange Brew without me, eh? I thought it I thought is was a good movie, yeah? So he's doing his best Canadian. Tom used to be on the show. That's uh, or chiming in, or or he's had a little crack. That's also either possible. or. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be drinking beer at Strange Brew, right? Yeah. That. So that was uh, this week in mail on Strange Brew. Are we doing wrap ups? Thank you, Tom. Uh, yeah, we can do wrap ups. All right. Shit. That means I'm a first. Strange Brew. Never seen it before. First time watching it. I was like, I got to see this movie because it's a goddamn classic. I drank beer while I watched it because it's only fair. So right now I am a little bit in the bag, which I think you have to be to appreciate and recommend Strange Brew because otherwise it is fucking retarded. I mean, (laughs) come on, it's fucking retarded. It is retarded. It's retarded. It's either it strikes your funny bone or it's lovable retarded. It's a harmless comedy. I, it's you know, supposed it's like, to be you, hoser. I know it is. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's supposed to be retarded. It is retarded. If you like retarded, then uh, it's funny. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm seeing it like a lot of years on past the, you know, its expiration date, probably. Because, yeah, know, it probably I mean, held a little more relevant. <laughs> Relevance? Wow. Yeah. Unless Get that word out. The, oh, yeah, I'm sure. You know, I mean, it was the beer movie, right? Yeah. I mean, that was your... It even says on the VHS box, which I'm now holding again in my hands, it says that uh, Doug and Bob have been called the Cheech and Chong of beer drinkers by the New York Times. It says it right there. Wow. So, you wanted to go see your weed movie, you saw Cheech and Chong up in smoke or still smoking or... you have another one? I don't know. They have at least two. They, no, they had nice dreams. They had nice dreams. Three. I didn't Thank know very much. One, three. Yeah. yeah. And the Corsican brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Holy fucking shit. Was Yellowbeard them? No. Was it? I thought Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong was Maybe. It. I don't know. I'm There's right. only one strange brew. There's that's only right. one strange brew. <laughs> so it's the, uh, the beer drinkers uh, goofy comedy from the 1980s. I don't know. Can you recommend that to people today? I think you can. Right? I would hope so. It's like it's still funny. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Is it? Uh, I was laughing. Huh? I was laughing. Well, you were laughing, but like, I don't have a funny bone. So I was kind of sitting there going like, this is retarded. And then there was like, I'm trying to keep in the spirit. It was helped out by the fact that like you guys were laughing and kind of making it uh, a thing. So I was like, yeah, okay. I can kind of get into the spirit of this thing. It's not my bag. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I would recommend not your wheel the listener because yeah. I realize that you are not like, you know, crazy. So, <laughs> you'll probably like this, unless you're crazy like me, in which case. It's still fine. All right. And uh, that's, that's that's a recommendation from me. I guess we're jumping to Gary. Uh, I, I do love Strange Brew. It's one of my favorite movies. Uh, I, I own it in my collection. Uh, watched it when I was a kid. I've watched it probably, I don't know, 20, 30 times since then. You know, and it is, it is sophomore humor. It's, it's almost, it's a step above toilet humor, but, but it's, it's made for young people that are drinking and, you know, and getting into that culture. Back then, 
these guys, people at least knew who they were. You know, SCTV, they might have known. If you go into this cold, I recommend do it with your buddies, get some beer, sit down and watch it, and make a, like we suggested, make a game out of taking a drink every time they say A. But just make sure you have a designated driver or a cab's number in your pocket. Right. uh, Right. uh, Young people and designated drivers, Gary. Jesus Christ. Hey, I am trying to help out. I am being a responsible (laughs) alcoholic. But uh, (laughs) call call your Uber. Yeah. So, but anyway, you know, it is fun. There's there's a lot of, like you said, cartoon-like humor involved. Yeah. Uh, Their relationship with their dad is just, you know, he obviously can't stand them. He's surprised that they get jobs. Then he's finally proud of them because they brought home free beer. Before that, he just really didn't even want them around. Uh, the, the extent of mom and dad is a back of the head shot and then a shot that everybody wants to forget. I'm going to let you catch that one for your own when you watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. Uh, but Hose Head's definitely one of my favorite characters. Uh, the way the brothers interact. And the, the part we missed is when they, in the brewery at one scene, they go to separate. And and Bob yeah. or Doug's like, oh, I'm glad those guys are gone. Hey, they were starting to bug me. And you can tell he's trying not to tear up. And then they cut back to to Bob and he's crying. And and Pam's like, you've never been apart? No, never, not one day. <laughs> and, and just that, like I said, they're they're fun. They are retarded, but it, they're they're lovable losers. I think really. And and uh, I would recommend the movie. But yeah. like I said, watch it with friends, have some beers, and have some fun with it. Dave. Oh, it's a classic. I mean, come on. I I grew up with this fucking thing. I watched Strange Brew left and right. I mean, it's just good shtick. It's a it's a beer drinking movie, and I don't really think anybody listening to this is going to run out and buy it or or watch it. I think it's a generational kind of uh, movie. So honestly, uh, if you do see it, enjoy it. I don't know how old these guys are now. Let's see, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis is like retired. I don't yeah, know. He I don't even know what Steve Thomas yeah. is. John Candy's dead. All this SCTV stuff is long of the past. So this is the beer movie your dad watched. This is the beer Probably movie I your watched. dad watched. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't that far behind me, my friend. <laughs> I'm hanging on him. Yeah. Keep your youth. We, well, but I love it. It's a great movie to watch. You know, it was nice to watch it over here tonight with the guys and be a guest on the podcast, but it's just straight up for me a great movie no matter what. You know, I have no complaints about it whatsoever. Everything that goes on in it is hilarious to me. <laughs> Sounds like a recommendation. Uh, so that's three for four so far, and it was my movie, so there's a good chance I'm going to recommend it. Be a uh, rebel. Four over here? Yeah. <laughs> what the? Some math. Wait, it was four including you. Three for four, and I'm going to make four. Okay. Four for four. Uh, Strange Brew is something that I grew up with. Um, I don't know what age I was when we discovered it, but it was one of those movies that my brother and my friends, you know, we we discovered along movies like Top Secret, you know, stuff that like we were at the right age. USA Up All Night still. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's like eight or nine or whatever, but like it was, it is that, you know, it appeals to the adolescent, even though it's all about beer it appeals to an adolescent's sense of humor um and so watching and like over the years i've watched it uh numerous times on vhs it's one of the few films i watch on vhs i don't know why i never got the dvd i'm gonna tell you about this thing dave but it's it's uh on my vcr or damn machine it's vhs machine dave uh, <laughs> are we, is this like Back to the Future stuff? I know. Kind are, of. What are we talking about? You know, you know, our listeners under thirty are all sitting out there going, "Nice story, Grandpa." <laughs> <laughs> our, our listeners under thirty have stopped listening. What are you talking about? They all own Strange Brew, uh, Strange Brew on VHS. I'm sure. Yeah, because it'd be uncool to have it on, uh, you know, DVD. Right. Sure. You're talking about hipsters. Yeah. Colin is well, you're saying that you've got it on. You're like proud of the fact you have it on VHS. Colin, what's under <laughs> Did he just call you a hipster? <laughs> hipster Brent has Strange oh. Brew on VHS. A take off, hoser. <laughs> right, right next, right next to his Taylor Swift CDs. <laughs> I never said I was proud. I said I don't know why I never got it on DVD. <laughs> like I, I own it on VHS. That's proud. That's you're proud. This is I, where he draws the line. <laughs> Listeners, uh, 
go back and listen. I said, I don't know why I own it on TV. <laughs> but, uh, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's something like watching it tonight. I think that it's, it's, I would say for me, um, it gets an extra star for nostalgia. But other than that, I mean, I think that, like, I still laugh at the moments I've always laughed at. I mean, Hosehead is one of my favorite characters in, like, filmmaking history. Uh, and he's, you know, he's the dog, for God's sakes. Um, I think that Dave Thomas, like, he, I think he's underrated as an actor. I think that this film sh- shows how brilliant he is as a comedic actor. I think that just like everything he says is hilarious, but also uh, the faces that he makes while he says it. Like are, the lineup scene where the cop's like, shut up. And he's like, Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's a really goofy face. Yeah. 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 And I mean, obviously Rick Moranis is, is brilliant. I mean, we all know that we've all watched his career blossom. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, I would, definitely recommend this to anybody i mean from age i would say like age 10 to age 90 you know t- if you like beer or well, 10 year olds <laughs> the saturday night freak show does not <laughs> does not abdicate <laughs> underage drinking the opinions of saturday night freak show members are their own and yeah. not representative of the saturday night Future. yeah <laughs> So toddlers put down those beers. Just just but. remember, Brent, lawyers are for sucks. Beer beer drinkers of all ages uh, should love strange brew. It's all right. I got $5 billion in, in your hideout. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, no, I recommend it. Uh, yeah. Watch it and laugh with your buddies because uh, it's – it's a laugh riot. You'll be actually you'll be uh, leave you. It will leave you drunk with laughter and hungover with hilarity. <laughs> Damn, you read the box. Yeah. It sounds That's like a thingy. Yeah, yeah. That's Take off. Beauty. Sorry, baby you baby. hosers. <laughs> Any more? Comments. No, that's it. Yeah, you. So that's, that's a recommendation. It. That's it. All right. So that's Strange Brew on Saturday Night Freak Show. And that means until next week. Next week, it's me. And we're going to be watching. I'm going to bring the schlock back to the Saturday Night Freak Show. We're going to watch a movie called Zardoz. Zardoz with uh, Sean Connery. Oh, yeah. Science yes. fiction. Is that the one with the red thing? That's yes. the one. Oh, <laughs> thank you, God. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> so that's next week. Well, we'll be seeing something I'm sure that you can't unsee on the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. And until then, listener, the basement is closed. Take off. You push me around. <laughs>